It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Welcome to Time and Space, the Nerd Party's dedicated Doctor Who podcast. I'm Jessica Nunn. And I'm her husband and co-host, Philip Gilfus. And, of course, much like many in America, we spent the weekend watching... All the Marvel movies. An Avengers (laughs) Endgame. Yes. And, of course, we're not here to spoil anything, but we are here to talk about Avengers and Doctor Who. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because sort of, uh, I don't know if it's America's biggest franchise, but at least maybe it's current biggest franchise. Mm. Um, and so along with the biggest... Well, and shattered records this week, like $2.1 billion at the box office or something ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Well, how have you been enjoying the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I mean, when did you come to it? What was? Did you, did you remember even your first movie you saw? It would have been one with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember which one we saw first. I'm trying to think. I remember seeing Civil War. Yeah. That was halfway. So I've had it going before that, you know, without having them all in front of me. I can't remember. So. No. I doubt Captain America 2 I saw with you. So I'm trying to remember what would be between those two. But. (laughs) (laughs) Ant-Man. So, right. Yeah. Well, because, you know, he was introduced in Civil War. So that would have been afterwards. Maybe one of the Thors? No. We, Ragnarok was afterwards because Ragnarok we watched on our at the beach. That's when we caught up on all the ones we hadn't seen. Okay, we watched Ragnarok and we watched one of the other ones. Sorry, I remember having to go to the uh, Red Box. Red Box. I was yep. going to think of that word and getting two Marvel movies that we hadn't seen yet because we were falling behind. Because we were sort of in those that sort of last series. I remember we were sort of late to Black Panther because that's when was that Infinity War or whatever. Like, there was a bigger thing that was in the movie theaters, and Black Panther was just sort of in the side yeah, theaters. Yeah, that sounds right. But we were just watching Black Panther. Yeah, because we were going all the way through them at that point. And we were a little sl- backed up. Yeah. So, but yeah, well, what, what have you, uh, you know, outside of Endgame, what has sort of been your favorite sort of top three Marvel oh. movies? Don't worry, we'll talk about Doctor Who in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Love a little bit of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like the Winter Soldier. Right. Captain America, Captain America the right. Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, liked Civil War, uh, didn't like Age of Ultron. Right. Or wasn't, it, it's not in my top, mm-hmm. you know, ten, certainly. Uh, Black Panther's amazing, Captain Marvel's good, uh, yeah. Iron Man 1's great. Yeah. The, the, the beginning 
Uh, don't like Captain America at all because it creeps me out <laughs> quite badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, we we got to think that you know, much like things, there's a lot of people involved in both of these. So let's just go down the list and let's start with Karen Gillum. Yes, Amy Pond herself, in sort of uh, you know, she's done some American stuff, but I think this is obviously her biggest thing and biggest reoccurring thing is playing Nebula. Yes, and uh, all the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, so Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and then, you know, you know, this is not a spoiler. She's in Avengers Endgame, as, yeah. as well, everyone in, in the world. she's in Infinity Wars. That's true. As well. I'm trying to remember. But she must be, because everybody's yeah, in yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's the Guardians. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, so, and, um, you know, slight spoiler, but not really. We're really not going to spoil anything. But she's heavily in Endgame. Yes, so, so yeah, that's, good for her. Yeah, so, um, but what did you sort of think of, you know, putting on the makeup and all that stuff? Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. I like that she was all in. I think for the first Guardians of the Galaxy, she actually shaved her head for it, didn't mm-hmm. she? That's right, because this would have been just coming off of Doctor Who, because sort of a joke is, in that last scene with the 11th Doctor, both of them actually are bald. Both of them are wearing wigs. Yes, yeah. Um, for that last scene, or at least with the whatever but yeah yeah no i can appreciate that uh you know she doesn't play any sort of uh, she's a bad guy i'm trying and, to think about it and I, just because she's a robot or whatever she is um a cybernetic she's not a robot but a cybernetic you know being I, is she using her accent or is she i think it's softer but i don't think it's gone necessarily or is she doing american no, i, I, I I think I would agree with that. It's softer, but it's not completely gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's difficult because it is a sort of cyber voice that right. she has. Um, yeah, I never thought of they're doing anything modulation to her. Yeah, I don't know. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting role to play, you know, to go from sort of, you know, Amy was more than just sexy Amy, but to go from that young and sort of vivacious and, and whatever companion. Heroine, yeah. yeah. Um, to sort of go to the villain, you know, cybernetic villain and sort of... Emotionless the, and... Yeah, or even, yeah, or even just driven by whatever. Big old daddy issues. Yes. And I'm just trying to think of sort of the different things of... What was that? I know it was a... Try not to think of Endgame too much, so I don't spoil stuff. Was it in Guardians or something? Like, this happened before where they sort of had her being tortured Tor- yeah you know, and, pulled apart yes and so but i mean obviously it's all cgi and stuff but still it's an interesting acting thing i mean i'm sure she's hanging still but you know yeah and all green screened up <laughs> yep. and got all the little dots on her presumably mm-hmm. it's a lot yeah i wonder how long she was in the chair for that you yeah know, supposed to who where you know you do the hair and the makeup and Off this she one. Pops. yeah this one you're doing the whole helmet and everything yeah but yeah it's it, it, it is interesting to see her break out into that role. Yeah. Because also, it's, it's, I think it's a, it can be, I'd be interested to hear what her thoughts are. Obviously, it's been successful for her, but it certainly doesn't recognizable. It doesn't boost her, no. her look in America, because I mean, I'm sure she's doing press and all that stuff, but it's not like you're watching the movie going like, ah, oh, it's that redhead girl. Yeah, and I think she's done more press for Endgame, or at least I've seen her at more things with Endgame than I really have even for Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. But again, half half of Marvel has been wiped out, so there's only so many people you can bring to the press. <laughs> <laughs> press nights. Everybody else, apparently Chris Pratt was off playing golf during the 
premiere and things like that. Oh. And Chadwick Boseman just kept saying at interviews, I'm dead. I got yeah. nothing. I'm dead. I'm mm-hmm. dead. I'm dead. So, so ha- having her be more prominent uh, in this one, I guess, makes a little little sense. And also, I guess now that I think about it, you know, her co-star, she, who she's spending the most time. No, she's spending the most time with Uhura. That's not her real name, obviously. Oh uh, yes, uh, Gamora. Yes, I think of her real name. <laughs> let's, let's work our way through this. <laughs> He's both in, you know, in, obviously famous for me from the JJ Star Trek movies, playing Lieutenant Uhura. So, and she's—I know she's done some action movies on, on her own. So yeah. that sort of built up her cred for Gamora. Uh, going into that, but and then even uh, playing against Thanos, so she's basically doing a lot of g- acting to tennis a lot balls, of green screen, a lot work. of tennis ball yeah. acting, you know. And then I think it went Guardians Two is when they really, because you know she was in Guardians One, of course, you know, doing a, some stuff, you know, a lot of action scenes and everything. But Guardians Two was really more because when she was stuck with, I think, was it Rocket? Rocket? Yeah. 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 So yeah, they bring her more into and then more, yeah. Um, and build up that story of the sisters. And sort of building that arc. Of, yes. You know, to go from villain to, you know, reluctant hero, if for lack of a better word. Yes. Uh, yeah. Begrudging hero. N- not dissimilar to Thor and Loki. Yeah. Although, i got to be honest, Nebula's less charming, at least. Right. But well, also less greasy. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> she doesn't care, also. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, moving on to random directions, and we're going to go with David Bradley, the third first doctor. Yes. First doctor, the third. (laughs) Um, Of course, played the first doctor in Twice Upon a Time. Um, A small part, uh, but, you know, still we, we notice him, and he's in the first Captain America, Captain America, the first Avenger. Where he sort of plays the church keeper. At uh, the very beginning yes. of the film. Literally yeah. in the first scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, not literally the first scene. Literally the first scene of the movie is them and the ice. and the, But oh, a- right, after the right. title yes, sequence, yes. the first sequence of the movie. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Captain America, the first Avenger, right. don't listen to this. <laughs> but spoiler alert... <laughs> First Doctor the Third does not survive this scene. No. And it's just an interesting, you know, character actor is too much thrown around, but because he always or often has that long hair look, mm-hmm. he can do a lot. Or there's a lot of things you can do. Like, you know, he can be a creepy old guy in Broadchurch. He can be. You Although know, it didn't have the long hair for that, but oh, yeah. Okay. Or he can be, uh, you know, uh, Norse church keeper in this one. Um,. Or whatever it was that he was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the physicality, because obviously he's going to come up again uh, later on in the podcast, uh-huh. the the ability to play a lot of creepy old greasy men, but still do different things with it. Yeah, because I, I think, think, I don't know how old he is, but I'm sure he's older than he looks, you know. I don't know. And so he can sort of play that. Yes, well, yeah. Sort yeah. of go anywhere. He would with play it. a good, like, evil wizard, give him the chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's got a little more time yep. to, to get to wizard, but he's going to have to grow out his beard, obviously. <laughs> well, he sort of has that. I mean, nothing against the act. It's just, you know, how he cultivates the look. You know, he sort of has that sort of mean drunk, you know. Yes. Gravelly voice kind of thing. Yes. Of, you know. 
he definitely has a good, and whether it's natural or not, you see it a lot, a good resting bitch face. Yes. Um, of course, in this one, he's a good guy in Captain America, uh, guarding the Tesseract. Well, rather badly, yes. but guarding it nonetheless. That's right. Trying to guard it nonetheless. So one of the guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, one might say. One might say. <laughs> one would not say. Oh, Maybe okay. just the guardian of that thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about the th- our third person? Christopher Eccleston. Oh, what did he play? Now. <laughs> oh, the Ninth Doctor. That's right. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant in the Avengers. <laughs> I was like, it's right here. No. So, uh, speaking of character actors in the looser sense, or in the grander sense, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. He's always doing something completely different that you don't expect. And what I didn't expect, Christopher Eccleston, actor, was to show up in a Marvel film. Yes. In Thor 2, The Dark World, playing a dark elf. Malekith. Yes. The dark elf. Uh, Yes. Speaking of CGI and makeup. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, this is, I mean, A, it's not the greatest movie, like in all of Marvel. I, I would almost have to say the worst Marvel movie if I'm thinking about it and thinking hard. Some of the Iron Mans are not great. I mean, Iron Man 2 and 3 are not great, but they're not terrible. Thor 2, though, it's, I don't know. It's not a horrible movie, but it's one, like, <laughs> given our choice of when we were watching movies, I think that was the first one we skipped. Yes, but... Also, partly because when we were trying to do the rewatch, we had limited amount of yeah. time and needed to get up to Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So it was an easier one to skip. I, although I agree, the whole ether thing I find a little strange. But then there are a lot of important, you get a lot of good character Loki stuff. Um Again, hashtag spoilers if you've not seen Thor 2. But, you know, the mum dies. Yeah, Renee Russo. Uh, Frigga yeah. is, is what they call her anyway. <laughs> um, or mum, whatever. Yeah. Um, which leads into the character stuff with Loki. Uh, he dies again. Yeah, he does that. Uh, yeah, at every movie, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does survive Ragnarok, doesn't he? Yes, because he's on the ship Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Which doesn't work out for him well next time we see him on that ship. (laughs) But, but yeah, so I, yeah, it's, it's not brilliant. I don't know if I'd say worst, but I don't know. I mean, I think that's still a pretty high bar. Yeah, no, I know. Like, even the worst Marvel movies, good. Entertaining. Or at least to us. I mean, you may disagree if you don't like Marvel movies, but yeah, I mean, uh, there's never been, I mean, it depends how you count. Like, are you counting Incredible Hulk? Okay, in that case, maybe that's the worst Marvel movie. Yeah. It, but, you know, MCU. You know, the, you know, the old trademark MCU. Um, so, yeah. But, but yeah, Chris Eccleston, I think the thing with that movie is that, again, not that we watched it again recently, but it's just so much CGI, Dark Elf. Yeah. It's all I the Asgardians versus yeah. Dark Elves, and it's sort of the Horde. It's sort of very Lord of the Rings. Not that I don't I like Lord of the Rings say, movies, yeah. but I suppose it's someone who likes fantasy. That I feel like that... Movie and all the Asgardian movies should be up your uh, bailiwick. I was going <laughs> to would be where? Excuse me. Um, yeah, I to an extent. Um, again, I'm more of a fantasy light kind of person. Um, I don't, I don't want it all that CGI intense. You know, I enjoy the stuff on Asgard. I enjoy the Warriors Three. 
I enjoy Thor and Loki um, and Odin and, and that sort of stuff. But when it gets into the big fight, meh. You know, I wonder, I mean, the, the answer is money. I was going to say, I wonder what drew Chris to the role of money. Money's the answer. Money's going to be the answer. Not um, for an <laughs> actor, surely. <laughs> and yet, and yet, because I was just thinking, how much does he really get to emote? Again, I don't know what he's actually wearing in like during the filming. How much is that makeup and how much is green screened mm. um, or whatever the technology is? You Dots. Know, is he just dotted? Because you know, how much can he emote? Now, of course, there's lots of characters and actors in movies and TV who have a bunch of stuff on them and still do great things. You know, like Saru in Star Trek Discovery. Mm. But, but of course, that actor, that's just what he does for a living. But with Chris, I don't know. And it's not, you know, exactly the deepest villain. It's just Dark Elf's evil and Dark Elf doing evil stuff. Dark Elf bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not somebody like Loki who has this depth that you can sort of play with a little bit. Mm-hmm. And evil, maybe, sometime. But, right. yeah, it's just, he's a bad guy. End of discussion. There's no... Oh, but this is why I went down this dark path. Kind of <laughs> misunderstood. Misunderstood. Daddy issues. Well, uh, we talked about David Bradley, but another um, blink and you'll miss it is mm. another companion of the 11th Doctor. So not only is Karen, but also Jenna Coleman is also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Also in Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah, the creepy one. Yes, she plays basically um, the dates for um, Bucky. Well, she plays one of them. She doesn't play both of them. (laughs) The dates for Bucky (laughs) Barnes and Steve Rogers in the 1940s. Yes, yeah. Although technically they were both dates for Bucky Barnes Mm because nobody wants to date creepy looking Steve Rogers. It was, (laughs) yeah, she got to witness the flying car with Howard Stark. That's right. Yep. Played by Dominic Cooper. Played by Dominic Cooper, yes. Yeah. At least that version of the character. Yeah, an interesting choice. He's the only one, isn't he, that they shift in and out? Yeah, because then it's, um, I can't remember his name. It's just the no, guy from Mad Men is yeah. a, um, a real character's name. But then they, was, and they have just random person they played in the beginning of the Iron Man franchise. So, But anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so there she is. Mm-hmm. Jenna Coleman hanging out with Sebastian Stan and... At least part of Chris Evans. I'm yeah, just a floating not, head. Yeah, I'm still not completely clear on what they did to that poor guy to make him look quite so creepy. But, yeah, his floating head. That creeped me out even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You're going to be haunted by the floating <laughs> head of really Chris Evans. Am. I can't do this. <laughs> Oogie. Well, speaking of nightmares, the yes. Dream Lord toby jones who uh, appeared in the episode actually remember uh, amy's choice amy's choice was that episode playing the dream lord of course you know actor who's who has quite the cv but of course quite the cv in the marvel cinematic universe where he plays dr armin zola who first appeared again in captain america the first avenger captain america the first avenger was very good for doctor who yes but of course he also is in captain america 2 winter soldier being a little bit more creepy computer version of him yes yeah um, yeah, I don't think he actually appears, does he? No voice, a, I guess. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And weird computer-generated lawnmower sort man sort of face. Yes. Yeah, yeah, creepy. But as you say, another character actor who 
who comes in and is he the one who played Truman Capote at yes, one point? I think so. Yeah. Think. In the one with um fairly recently, like within the last ten years or so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he's interesting of course playing another villain there, the Red Skull's henchman. So I guess he's sort of you know, we sort of have him right now typecast as the bad guy. So you have the Dream Lord. Yeah. Who's absolutely. the bad guy of that absolutely. Choice. And then Truman Capote. Yeah. Who's yeah, that was well, all right. I wouldn't call myself <laughs> So, I'm not sure I want that nightmare <laughs> replacing floating head Captain Evan, uh, Chris Evans. And this last one's a bit of a cheat, but since we did Chris Eccleson, and you can never say no to a doctor, we have to mention David Tennant. Now, yes. David Tennant, you know, we, 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 technically, is he in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Not technically. No. He's in the Marvel Universe, playing, of course, Kilgrave in Jessica Jones, seasons one and two. Um, now I've only seen season one. Did you ever no. brave season two on your no, own? No, I've stopped watching things that we watched together on my own because you <laughs> yell at me and hit trucks. That's <laughs> run into my vehicle in revenge. Yes. Uh, well, you can watch. I I don't know. I've, I because Jessica Jones was to me because people were raving about it, and to me it was just really slow to me. Like, and I mean, if it's, it's your thing, it's fine. But I was just like, oh man, like when does it get good, really? Um, I mean, it was good, but just not compelling. Yeah, and I think I got a little bit overwhelmed with the Marvel Universe. You know, we did Jessica Jones, and we did Luke Cage, and you did Iron Fist some, didn't you? Yeah, and I've done Daredevil before. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just a lot, particularly when I was trying to catch up on movies as well. It was just a lot. I mean, and I've only gotten so far in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I went... A season, maybe two, and mm. then gave up on that as well. Possibly worth going back to when maybe. things yeah. are settled down. But oh, I did learn something interesting today that is just Marvel related sure. and not Doctor Who related. Apparently, Spider Man Two right. is going to be the last movie of Phase Three. Okay, not the first movie of Phase Four. Okay, well that makes sense in as much as it does. Yeah, I don't know because it's still established characters, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know, I don't. I, what are the next movies? You told me, and I have never looked up. Yeah, I saw a list, and now I don't remember what it is. Presumably, they're doing another Black Panther. There's talk of doing a Black Widow. Um, I thought I heard Doctor Strange, but I don't know if that's true. Or not. I think I have as well. Doctor Strange sequel. Rumor has it that Loki's getting a spinoff TV. TV. Because Disney Plus will now be the streaming version, and so there's a lot that's going to be going over there. Yeah, Loki and somebody else, well, I want to say. but I mean, the- you know, theoretically it was the Black Widow, so we'll see. See, I don't think that's the one I uh-huh. heard. But yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so what did you think of David Tennant and Jessica Jones? Creepy. Right. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Really, really creepy. Yeah. As, um, as completely the- different to... What you expect from the doctor. But again, I think it's a great opportunity. He, David Tennant appears to be just having a bit of a play at the minute. You know, he's just sort of, he's at a place in his career where he doesn't have to take every gig to make ends meet. I was just saying, you know, obviously in the United Kingdom, but to a certain extent, even in America, not that he's big in America. I mean, Doctor Who is big in America in as much as it is, but, you know, I don't know if Hollywood necessarily know who David Tennant is, but, they, but I think even 
in in America, he still can choose a role. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, and again, it's about also about being financially stable enough right. to not have to scrabble quite right. as much. And so he's doing interesting things. He's we have playing good, good omens coming up. Yeah, good omens, Kilgrave. I think I'll do a podcast while I'm doing <laughs> this. You know, I'm just having a bit of a play. Yeah. So good on him. Yeah. It was it was an interesting role. Um because it's one of those things I you know I, I wonder if you would if you are worried about playing roles that you're that you're really terrible like I mean villain like you're really despicable like are you going to turn off your audiences mm. I mean he's he's basically like a rapist I mean more or less both literally and figuratively I suppose and so you know do, do you, you know are you worried about that turning off an audience that you know they don't want to see you doing these things this you know because they think that you're the beloved doctor or whatever they know you from I, I would hope that most audiences are better than that mm-hmm. you know i mean absolutely kilgrave is reprehensible mm-hmm. i can watch it and go yeah david tennant plays that well mm-hmm. and i still want to listen to his charming podcast except when he interviews the girl who plays jessica jones because <laughs> she was yes ritter Kristen. Yeah, she froze my brain. <laughs> yeah, she sounds about like 15 years younger than she actually is. Though I think it's interesting and a little stereotypical that in all most of these cases, not all, in most of the cases, all the British men are villains, which mm. has always been the American trope. Yes, it does tend to be. Well, it goes in sort of swings yes. and roundabouts, but yeah, you tend to get, and then all the Russian men, but it's never actually Russian actors. It's always the British guy who's playing the Russian guy, so maybe you're Are you right telling about me that. Sean Connery is not from Russia? <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, except for, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch. Right, that's true. Of course, although, although he's playing American. True, and also play in a bit of a jerk. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. you know, not a villain, but... Right. Not the... Nice. Certainly not, you know, Cha- Captain America. Like, the, I like Smile, ting. I know with that character spectrum where you have, like, Captain America on one end, and I don't know who would be the extreme hero on the other. Maybe, like, a Doctor Strange, and, you know, Iron Man's, like, three away from Doctor Strange, and then, mm. you know, where you put everyone on that... On the spectrum. Yes. Well, I mean, if you're going to run that, you have to include Loki. He's not a... He was in Ragnarok. Well. mm. And in 2, Thor 2. He fought the Dark Elves. If you're going... Uh, I I just... I was also going to say that I think you have to put Nebula on there. uh, (laughs) Don't don't whine at uh, me. I think you... If you're going to do a full-blown spectrum... You're a full-blown spectrum. <laughs> you have to do it. That's... that's this. Welcome to year three, yeah, ladies right. and gentlemen. <laughs> but doing this research, I was surprised about how many people... Or how many British... You know, because the British, of course. How many British people in the Marvel Universe have not been in yes. Doctor Who uh, yet? Anybody pop into mind? Was... Other than the two internet boyfriends... Uh, Tessa Thompson. Well, she's young, so I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, she could still do it, but... Yeah. Yes. You know, but she seems firmly planted in America. Um, but, well, even Tom Hiddleston. I mean, you know, maybe because he he's too young to where maybe when he would have, Dr. Hill wasn't even on the air yet. And so, so too old. But by the time it 
Yeah. Well, I mean, too young for classic. And oh, too, yes. Too old, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Which would be the same with uh, Cumberbatch. They're, they're right. right about the same age, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest. I haven't actually Googled these these things. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting. It'd, it'd be interesting. We could do, like, who we would want to see in Doctor Who um, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ah, maybe that'll be... Next week, I yeah, don't know. Uh, we never, never. But yeah, um, so. and then somebody like Tom Holland. That's true. Yeah. That yes. you, you know. But then I think he went to film fairly early. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not somebody who he was. He obviously has the theater training, although his training is much more dance related than stage performance. Mm-hmm. You know, and didn't do really theater school as a grown up. I mean, he's also really, really young still, mm-hmm. but shows no signs of heading off to Rada or anything like that. <laughs> um, happily ensconced in films already, so yeah. there you go. But yeah, we encourage everyone. Um, you know, feel and if f- we missed anybody, by all means, let us know. Yeah, and or anyone you'd like to see from Doctor Who in future Marvel movies, or anyone in Marvel movies you'd like to see in Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if uh, Robert Downey Jr. would make a great Doctor Who, oh, he'd be very good <laughs> playing Tony Stark, obviously, because I suspect that that's closer to Robert Downey Jr. than any of us would like to own up to. But yeah. almost, if we were doing, you know, this would be a horrible idea for a podcast. But like, if you were casting Doctor Who as Americans, interesting Ninth Doctor, yes, yeah, I can see that. Sort of has the darkness, but the funny, and so. Yeah, yeah, okay. Something to think about. Now, I know, I know, now my head is is. It's hard, because you also have to do how old they were at what time. and No, you'd have to skip that. You'd have to skip that. You'd have to go from right now. Mm -hmm. Like, right now, if Doctor Who were coming to America, where would you put people? Coming to America. (laughs) Doctor Who. Right, shall we jump into the TARDIS library, my love? Let us do that. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. For the TARDIS library, we thought we'd sort of continue in the vein of large franchise institutions and their connection to Doctor Who. But we thought we'd play a little bit more fair this time and actually choose a British franchise. Absolutely. What other big British franchise is there but Harry Potter? Absolutely. Yep. So we went, we just picked one out of the franchise. Right. And went with Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire from the 18th of November, 2005. That's when it largely premiered. So the reason I chose this one was because of the obvious one. That's David Tennant. Plays, uh, he's actually not in a lot of the movie. He sort of bookends it. 
and but as Barty Crouch Jr. Yes. I mean, of course, I've looked at it right now, but it was interesting. I was trying to think, like, where is he in his career? So but this is sort of right when Doctor Who premiered, 2005. Oh, okay. So he's not yet. Yeah, but, I mean, he's about to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, they filmed, obviously, yeah. probably early but on. still. Yeah, little oh, did he know. cool. Something big's coming your way, David. Yeah. Bigger than Harry Potter. <laughs> But yeah, because it's, it's actually a small role. I mean, it's important to the story, but it's a small role. But it's interesting to sort of see Davidson just pop up in Harry Potter. Yes. As the villain. Or a villain. Yes. As one of the villains. But a, I don't know, a wishy-washier villain? I, I mean... It's kind of a slimy. Well, yeah. Barty Crouch Jr. doesn't have anything on Kilgrave. Right. Correct. I mean, those are two very different He's sort villains. of a slimy, toady villain. Yeah. Except, I mean, you know, he... As is revealed, I mean, it's, it's you know, spoiler, Dumbledore dies eventually. Um, but anyway, spoiler is that, you know, at least in the the character he's portraying another, he's being Mad-Eye Moody the whole film or the whole book or whatever you wanted to call it. But of course, that's played by another character, so. Right. Doesn't so count. Doesn't count at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. We also got to see Mark Williams, um, who I actually think is probably better known from Harry Potter than from Doctor Who, mm-hmm. but I guess he's he just typecast as everyone's favorite dad uh, of course he plays arthur weasley in harry potter and probably almost all the films um but also least... plays rory's dad yes. which makes <laughs> rory right a weasley that's true which is ironic considering he married a ginger yeah that's true it all works out yeah yeah Seriously, British theater, so small. I would be interested to see uh, Mark Williams in, in sort of another role, because those are those two roles are very similar. And I was like, oh, is that just his role, or is this typecast? His, like, his dad. Friendly, friendly uh, kind dad. of semi-quirky dad. dad you know. <laughs> Next was uh, Michael Gambon, who is the second Dumbledore. So he did it for the first two, and then passed away. And so... I had to replace him. Yeah. And so he regenerated. Um, <laughs> so the second Dumbledore. Yeah. Right. Which, um, you know, of course, Michael Gammon, of course, was in Christmas Carol playing not Scrooge. Play. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Yes. Yes. I've never and I've not seen all the Harry Potter films because this movie in particular, watching it again, though, I stopped after Order of the Phoenix, which is the movie after this, because I was like. Yeah, they're not doing the whole book. I mean, which I know is stupid to say, but like, you know, as people will know for Harry Potter, the books get, you know, exponentially bigger every time. Mm-hmm. And it's at a certain point, I'm like, yeah, they're, they're, there's no way to do it anymore. I mean, you know. Yeah. So, because I think yeah, with Goblin and Fire, they don't miss a lot, but they miss a fair amount. But by order, they're like, yeah, you're missing like a quarter of the book when you're doing Order of the Phoenix. Which, I mean, look, it's hard to get. I get Which why they did two movies for the last book. But yeah, so that's why I sort of gave up on the movies because I was like, no, no. Yeah, I was trying to remember if I've actually seen this one. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure I had. So yeah, I gave up earlier than you did. Of course, that's also, you know, I had left the country. So I'd read, I've read all the books but as far as the movies, that just wasn't any. Is your excuse there. that you didn't see a Harry Potter movies because you were living in the United Kingdom? Yes. That's yeah. your excuse of how you avoided Harry Potter? No, no, didn't avoid it. Right. Just didn't see any of the movies. Because you were in Britain, and had you been in America, you would have seen Harry Potter. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that while I was living in Britain, going to the cinema was not the top thing on my things ah, to I do. I see, I see. 
So, yes, that's what I'm going with, darling. <laughs> so you can sod right off. <laughs> also, I got really, really tired of Harry Potter very, very quickly in Britain because all of my little children students uh-huh. wanted me to say Harry Potter because we don't pronounce the T's. Okay. And so they just think that's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Hysterical for the first three or four years I was in England. <laughs> My kids wanted to know, A, why all Americans were fat. Right. And B, how I pronounce Harry Potter. Okay. So, yeah, I was bored of that. Right. That just children in general. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I was also, and I don't know, I mean, whose fault is it? Is it the actor? Is it the director? I just thought Richard just really gave the Dumbledore role because he just sort of did that sort of ethereal, old, wise, and Harry, and, you know, talking like that. Whereas Michael Gann was like, well, Harry, did you put it in there? You know, why'd you put your name? And then it's like, you know, that's, Dumbledore was much more calm and much more wise. And I just think Michael's Dumbledore is a lot just more regular person. Yeah. He doesn't have that sort of. But again, maybe that's in the later movies, and I missed it. But that was sort of always sort of threw me off. You didn't, you didn't have that sort of detachment of that of above everything that Chamberlain had. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about them once. Let's talk about them twice, and that would be um, once again David Bradley, uh, the first Doctor, the third. That's right. Playing Argus Filch. So presumably, is in all of them. Yes, I would think so. I would think so. And I, I mean, would that, too. that's another because he's he's such a. Uh, I mean, even in the books, but even more so in the movies, such a almost a background character. Like he'll have just maybe one or two. I mean, sometimes larger scenes, but he's just always there, skulking. And, yeah. Although, uh, With I'm, his I'm freaky cat. Really glad we watched it. His cat wasn't in this one. It was. He was a little bit. Okay. Mrs. Norris. Yeah. Okay. Um, weird eyes. My favorite part, I think, with this one was when he comes running into the hall, mm-hmm. and he's got this weird run that I just thought, "That's a character choice, mm-hmm. right there. That's what I'm. I am seeing acting." <laughs> <laughs> How would Filch run? Yeah, absolutely. And it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was noticeable, but yeah, it was fun. Now, this one, Jessica said I couldn't include, but I'm going to anyway. Ugh. And that was, because um, a Doctor Who enough connection, uh, that's Ian Sun. That's uh, William Russell from the first Doctor era. His son, Alfred Enoch, plays Dean Thomas. He does. He's so little and cute. So yes. little and cute. But yes, it doesn't count. I mean, if you want to play one degree of separation, I imagine we could include many of them. But it has to be family. Does it? Uh, yes, I just made it a family rule. <laughs> oh, that's, that was your rule. <laughs> yes. So if someone's son, daughter, mother, father, I think it's brother, t- sister. Well, in that case, yes. Benedict Cumberbatch has totally appeared in Doctor Who. Oh, because of his mother. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. So. <laughs> there you go. So now it's just Tom Hiddleston <laughs> we need. Well, you should have brought up his mother during the uh, <laughs> Avengers discussion. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and finally. Yes. My personal favorite. Oh, goodness. Please don't say that. Um, I love I, I love the actress. Oh, well, what Sorry. Is, well, let's just say so. Shirley Henderson, mm-hmm. who you know the infamous Doctor Who episode "Love and Monsters," playing Ursula Blake, of course, is infamously Moaning Myrtle. Yes. 
So uh, why, what do you know her from? I know her in particular. They did, and I've got a copy of it somewhere. Uh, they did five or six, BBC did five or six hour-long Shakespeare plays. Right. But set them in modern, like uh, James McAvoy, McEvoy, is that right? Is Macbeth as a chef. Very interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting, which that one's my second favorite. My first favorite was Taming of the Shrew. Right. And Shirley Henderson played Catherine. Uh Uh-huh. And Rufus Sewell played Petruchio. Mm -hmm. And, oh, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And Rufus Sewell looked really hot in a miniskirt. And Shirley Henderson was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. We'll have to, we'll YouTube that, because I imagine you can find that on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, fantastic. So, yeah, I love Shirley Henderson. And also, what I just talked about with the MCU is the same in Harry Potter. There's actually a lot of people in Harry Potter who've never been in Doctor Who. Yes, because I mean, there's. A, you I know. was expecting to see more faces where I was like, that one, that one, that one, and because <laughs> like the kids probably not, but not, but not necessarily. Because I mean, they were old enough by the time you know eleven and twelve and, and were around. But I was more of the professors. So I mean, like, um, I'm gonna forget everyone's name. Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan Rickman. Maggie Smith, mm-hmm. which I mean, you know, maybe I guess she was ab- above classic Who, you know. But anyway, but I don't know, you know. Still, everyone, everyone, you know, showed up. But yeah, even uh, the caretaker, keeper of the keys, Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid, yes, yeah. yes. And I mean, I don't know the actor's Sorry. names. Sorry, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, all these, all these English, ac- British actors. How come they've never made it to the Doctor Who? Even you know, in the old days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if you're a British actor choice. and you haven't been in Doctor Who. Or Harry Potter? Are you what really? What are you even act- doing? Are you, are you just been, been stuck in the Royal Shakespeare well, Company? Well, well, this here's the thing. You know who <laughs> hasn't appeared in Harry Potter or Doctor Benedict Who? Benedict Cumberbatch. Ain't, well, but yeah, but he, get, he gets the mom. Yep. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston hasn't done either one of those things. It's like he's wasting his life. That's right. Wasting it. We'll have to have him meet with the career advisor. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Although he does have, I mean, he has been in a film with Olivia Coleman. So, okay. does that count? That counts for something. Is that your first degree of have separation? Have you also been in The Crown? Ah, no. Because you know who has? Matt Smith. There you go. And, of course, if you're going to go there, then you've got to go to Victoria mm-hmm. with Jenna Coleman. We've gone a little bit off Peter pissed. Capaldi's in, in the thick of it. <laughs> <laughs> And he was in that one Doctor Who episode where the, the volcano oh, thing true. happened. that's true. Yeah. So, hmm. Yeah, people have been in stuff. People have been in stuff. That's our rival to IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a link to it. People have been in stuff.com. .co.uk, actually. <laughs> Right, it's gone a little off the rails. We apologize. Well, until next week, we hope you enjoy watching, listening, and reading all about the Doctor's adventures throughout time time and space. This is BBC Television. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.